Good morning, everyone. Wow. I'm so glad that we're gathered together this morning. There was nothing that could stop us from gathering this morning. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Lee, and I'm an associate pastor here at FPC, and we're so glad to be with you this morning. Today is a special day under strange circumstances, but today is Mother's Day. And so we want to celebrate all the mothers in this church, but also all the women that mother people, whether they realize it or not, they're doing an extraordinary job. And so we want to celebrate all the women of FPC this morning. We love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for watching. So I'm just going to pray um, and then I'll begin. It will be a short message. This is um, our first trial, shall I say, in, in live streaming, but I pray that everything goes well. And so I'll pray. Father, I thank you that by your spirit, by technology, by intelligence, Father, we're able to gather this morning. And I thank you for what you're going to do. I pray that you'll fill every home, fill every heart, wherever people are right now. I just pray that you'll be present and I pray that you'll restore hope, restore joy, restore love in such a powerful way. And may we all leave this message feeling blessed and feeling empowered by your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all say amen and amen. So this morning we're going to continue with our theme um, which has been the book of Galatians. And so right now we're on Galatians chapter 5. And just to give you a small recap of what's been happening between 1 to 4, Paul writes a letter to the Galatians. Um, he writes a letter to the Galatians because the Jewish Christians and the Gentiles have now, the Jewish Christians have now begun to, to, to give a gospel which is contrary to the gospel that Paul had given them. And so... So Paul begins by, by saying, actually stay to the true gospel. And so as I was reading this in, in, in Galatians chapter 5, and I want to encourage you because of time. I don't have the time to read the whole chapter, but please do read it. But we see in Galatians chapter 5, Paul in his frustration says, says to them that, why are you returning to the old bondage? Why are you returning to the old way of doing things? And so Paul says, Stand fast, therefore, to the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And as I was beginning to read this, what it reminded me of is it reminded me of the time that we're in now. Why did it remind me of that? Because, you see, in the time that we're in now, we know by the, by the beautiful word of God that he has set us free from all fear. But suddenly, as we begin to hear about this coronavirus, we have returned to the former way of living. And we've returned to, to fearing again. But I just want to remind you, just as Paul said to the Galatians here, that why are you returning to the former ways of living? Fear is no longer our portion. The Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. The Bible also says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So let's, let's take this encouragement that Paul gives to the Galatians and let's choose to, to, to not go to the former way, but let's choose to grab onto the power of the gospel, the power of the gospel that liberates us. And so let's all turn to verse 13. V verse 13 says, You, my brothers and sisters, will call to be free, 
But do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Let's read that again. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Church, we are called to liberty. We are called to be free. But our freedom isn't unto nothing. Our freedom is unto love. And then verse 14 says, we we won't read it, but for the purpose of time, verse 14 says that by loving, we fulfill the whole law. So when we truly love one another, when we truly care about one another, automatically that means that we're going to fulfill all that God wants us to fulfill. See, our freedom, again, is not unto nothing, but it's unto something, and that something is love. And now more than ever, this world is crying out for the sons and daughters of God to show and display love. Will you partner with God in displaying love in this season? Let's turn to verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16 and 17 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that, so that they are not to do whatever you want. Now, I'm just going to break that down. The, the flesh, which, let's, let's use a different term, the old you, <laughs> the old you, and let's say that the spirit, which is the new man, the new woman in you, that Christ, the Holy Spirit in you, is a new person. Now it says here that the old, which is the flesh, is in contrary with the spirit, which is the new you. And so the, the, the flesh and, and the spirit are at war. And so what, what Paul here is, is, is asking for and he says it later on in these verses, is that the flesh needs to be crucified because they're at war with each other. Something has to die in a war. Something has to be winning in a war. And so many of us are walking around um, with, with, with this battle of the flesh and with the, the battle of the spirit. But what you have to understand is what you feed yourself wins. What you're feeding the most out of the spirit and out of the flesh will win. And so that's why Jesus says, To pick up your cross. Your cross crucifies your flesh. Your cross is a daily decision to to lay down the things of the flesh so that you can pick up the things of the spirit. It it cannot walk together. One has to be crucified. And so in our day-to-day lives, whether we realize it or not, one is being fed more than the other. And as one is being fed more than the other, the, the fruit, the thing that it bears, the thing that it produces, then manifests in our lives. Which brings us to our third and final point, which is to walk in the Spirit. Let's turn to verse 24 and 26, to 26. It says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envy each other. And so, here we see that we're instructed to walk in the Spirit. Now, walking in the Spirit is what I said, feeding the Spirit so that it's winning between that battle and the flesh, of the flesh and the, and the Spirit. 
And we see in verses 19 to 21, for the purpose of time, we won't turn there, but I'll just quickly read it. It says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are idolatry, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But then we see in verse 22, but the spirit of but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And so when you're feeding the, the flesh more, what will happen? It may not be happening now, but what will happen is that eventually the, 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 the fruits of the flesh that I read out will begin to manifest in our lives. But when we're walking in the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit begins to manifest in our lives. And so, as I close, I just really want to encourage us all that during this time of quarantine, during this time of self-isolation, we have a key opportunity. We have an opportunity to, to, to restore and relay foundations that we don't usually have the time to lay. You see, as we walk about in, in our everyday lives, the Holy Spirit may be saying, it's time to change your disciplines. But because of work and because of other things, sometimes we're unable to do those things. But let me tell you that the, what you do daily is what, enable, what, is what will make you who you are in time to come. And so your daily disciplines, whether we realize it or not, we are all creatures of habit. That means that whether we realize it or not, we do certain things every single day. And because we're creatures of habit, people of God, it's time to be intentional with what we do with our habits. And so during this time of quarantine, what I want to encourage every single one of you to do is to begin to walk in the spirit again, to begin to crucify the flesh and begin to walk in the spirit. What is walking in the spirit? Walking in the spirit means applying disciplines in your life. And I've wrote a list here of some of the disciplines that I want to really encourage you to press into during this time of, of, of quarantine. We have the discipline of solitude, spending time by yourself with the Lord, spending time just speaking to him, just hearing from him, um, maybe play some worship songs in the background and just listen to him as he speaks because I'm telling you there's nothing that he wants more than to spend time with you. So during this time of quarantine, quarantine take some time to, to stop and just be in solitude and hear what God is saying to you. Meditation, maybe some truths that haven't yet registered in your heart. Get them out and place, place them before you and just read it over and allow God to minister it to your heart and soul. And you'll see that it will produce power because the word tells us that the word, the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. And it will begin to bring and it will begin to, to, to change things in your life as you meditate on the word. Fasting. Why not take some time to crucify that flesh, that voice that has been speaking so loud? Why not take some time to crucify the flesh through fasting and, and denying yourself so that you can 
lean into dependency on God. You see, prayer is dependency on God. So when we're not praying, we're not being dependent on the one that we actually need more than the very breath that we're breathing. And some disciplines of activity, why not take up some studying? If you need any help, I can send you some tips. Study the word of God, really press in, go deeper in this season. This is an opportunity. Take some more time to to worship him and to just tell him how much you love him and adore him. Take some more time to pray, intercede. We need intercessors to arise in this season. We need people that will rise up and rebuke corona. We need people that will pray for our NHS staff. We need people that will pray for the government. We need people that will pray for, for the leaders of the church. Take some time and, and make some confessions. Take some time in, in saying, Lord, I'm not happy with this the way this is in my life, Lord, and I give it to you. Help me to change. These are some examples of some disciplines that we can walk in and so I hope this has helped you if you need any more notes please get in contact with me and I'll send it to you but I'm just going to begin to close now and just before I close I just want to really encourage you that at 7 p.m today um, we, it's a national day of prayer has been called and so we just really want to encourage you to light a candle wherever you are. That candle represents the light, that light of Jesus. And maybe by, by yourself it might not seem like a lot, but remember that people all over this country, people all over this world are gathering together at the same time and they're going to light a candle to say that Jesus is the light of the world. So let's do that. I'm just going to pray and then we're going to close. Father, I thank you that you've enabled us to gather despite all that's going on. And Father, we know that you're active. We know that you're still working. We know that you're still moving. And we're believing in you for greater things to come. Father, we know that once this season has ended, Lord God, we're moving into a season of revival. So Father, I pray that we will take this time to to move into deeper levels of, of, of discipline, to move into deeper levels of walking in your spirit. Oh God, we ask you to purge us. We ask you to cleanse us. We ask you to renew us in you. And may this time not be wasted. God, but may this time be used to strengthen us. May this time be used to renew us in you, in the mighty name of Jesus. It's been a pleasure to be with you all today. Thank you for taking time out together. We love you and we appreciate you. God bless you.